Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, a bad week for injuries in the NFL, but don't count your team out yet. We've got the best pickups to keep your team afloat, and a doctor is in the house to tell you how long they'll be out. Plus, we go back to the starters club. Find out who the fantasy bouncers allow into the most exclusive spot in town, your starting lineup. And our Michael Fabiano has peered into his crystal ball and seen poor performances in some star signal callers' future. We'll tell you who to start and who to bench. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, the most watched fantasy football show on television. I guess that's where we pat ourselves on the back. Matt Money Smith here, and my name is also Matt, not Mott, alongside NFL <laughs> Media Senior Fantasy Analyst Michael Fabiano. All right, Fabs, I'm just going to kind of present this to you before I show you the quote. Do you take offense? When folks in the sport of football maybe take a little bit of a dig. Because you're the Hall of Famer at the world of fantasy football. You're the man that has a bust enshrined in the Fantasy Hall of Fame. (laughs) Do you take issue? Do you take umbrage when they come after you? I do a little bit. You do? Because if it weren't for fantasy football, Uh, maybe some of these players wouldn't be as well known. There you go. Lay it on them. All right, here we go, Marshawn Lynch owners. Seahawks offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel knows Lynch didn't exactly rack up the fantasy points. Just 10 carries against Dallas, and he wants to help you out. And you are an owner of Marshawn Lynch in our fantasy live league. So here's what Bevel told the News Tribune in Tacoma. Quote, I'm not a fantasy owner. I don't care about anyone's fantasy points, but I do care about us winning the game. And Marshawn is a huge key for us winning the game, and we do. And I have to do a better job of giving him the ball. See him? He's looking right at you right now, Fabs. We're looking at the monitor. I see him. Uh, He's looking right at you, Fabs, Hall of Famer. He's looking right at you. What do you have to say to that? I actually agree with what he said outside of the I don't care about fantasy owners. This is what the Seahawks won with last year, running the football. I don't know what they're doing 
with Russell Wilson. Maybe it's because they know they have to pay him a big contract, so they're trying to justify that by making him throw the ball more this season. I really don't know, but they have to win football games, and by winning football games, that means you play Marshawn Lynch, you run him 20 times a game, they need to get back to did that. Did it cost you the week in the Fantasy Live League last week? I did lose by less First than loss. one point. See, it's all on you, Bubble. All right, we got more <laughs> headlines from Week 7 of NFL action in just a moment, but for now, let's send it over for a look at the Pats and Jets on Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football, Jets and Patriots under the lights. Eric Decker and the New York Jets hoping to fend off their division rivals from Foxborough, where the familiar faces of Brady and Rob Gronkowski headline the Pats fantasy superstars. Hello there. Molly Karam here with Akbar Bajabi Amila and Adam Rankin. And you set for Thursday Night Football in New England. And Akbar, it looks like there could be a little rain there. The weather hasn't been great all day. How could this affect the players? Well, regardless of what the players say, like, weather okay. is important, and of course, the way it's, uh, it affects the game is the way coaches call their game plan. And so that game plan could start leaning more towards the run game, and that's where running backs like Vereen and Bolden, and then, of course, on the other side, Ivory and Chris Johnson. Those guys could take advantage of that. But it's just really hard, especially you talk about footing and, and ball security. That's important. Foxborough in the middle there. Al Roker, watch out. This guy's coming for you. <laughs> so Tom Brady being done talk. The Patriots over, <laughs> that talk is over. How do you like them in this matchup? I love Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's going to do well, especially going up against this uh, Jets uh, team. I think this team has been beat up a, a little bit morally in the way they've been going. They, they're on a losing streak, and that can affect you both offensively and defensively. But first of all, Gronk is a factor in the red zone. He's been a factor. He's healthy now, and so that makes a huge improvement for Tom Brady. They've got this two tight end thing going on with Wright and Gronk. I mean, he's just he's starting to fill himself now. You can see that in the way he's moving. But also, the sick and tired of being sick and tired. They got off to a very slow mm -hmm. start. And when Tom I've Brady's sick and tired of being <laughs> sick and tired, he comes out like he did against that, the, the Cincinnati Bengals. And they march down the field in that first drive, and they set the tempo. Expect the same thing for Tom Brady. Yeah, and the Jets defense just three takeaways this season. Let's move to that running game. And obviously, you talked about the weather could have an effect there. And with Stephen Ridley on IR, can we expect an increased workload from Shane Vereen? Well, let's have some real talk. Yeah, please. Okay. Bill Belichick is not your friend. He's a Decepticon, and it just whatever. Here's the thing: whatever Patriots running back you end up going with, the chances are you're going to be about 100% wrong because there is no way to crack this code. Because if you think it's going to be Shane Vereen, it'll be Brandon Bolden. If you think it's going to be Bolden, it's going to be Shane Vereen. If you start both of them, then Jonas Gray is going to come off the mm -hmm. practice squad and he's going to score two touchdowns, and everybody's going to be sitting there going, "Where did this guy come from?" Notre Dame, first of all. But then. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sit them all. I, 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 I want to see what happens. If I had to pick one, I'd go with Bolden. Yeah. Bolden. And then I just know it's going like to run. In Belichick, like we cannot trust. That's why we call him Belichick. So let's move on to Julian Edelman. He's locked in at the wide receiver two position at this point. A team high in targets. Can we expect that again tonight? Well, he's a target machine. Maybe not. I mean, depending on how bad the weather is, if the visibility starts to go, then perhaps, you know, Julian Edelman isn't that guy. And that's real tricky. But I think that defensive front, though, they still apply pressure. Yes, they're struggling. But, you know, the, the team is struggling, but that team still applies a lot of pressure up front. I don't know that this is going to be Julian Edelman's game. I think they're going to rely more on the run game to get the ball moving. And maybe some Rob Gronkowski. And speaking of that, let's welcome in our Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Fab's Rob Gronkowski is back. The six most fantasy points amongst tight ends. You think he's going to tear up this Jets D tonight? I really do, and he has got a very good trend going against the New York Jets. Four touchdowns in his last three games against the men in green. The Jets have not been good against tight ends this season as well. They've given up seven receiving touchdowns to that position. So 
all of a sudden Rob Gronkowski goes from a guy you had question marks about to a guy that looks pretty good as your number one tight end week in and week out. And going back to that backfield, I'm in a fantasy league with Jimmy Nance, and Nance picked up Jonas Gray in that league. I don't know if he's got some inside information, but that is notable. Listen, name dropper, thank you very much for that. Rob Gronkowski is my tight end, so I'm hoping for a big game as well. And we saw some of those projections there, but we got to get into the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets right now. I don't know how much we're going to be hearing that, Chan. A little bit of struggles there up in uh, Foxborough, guys. But let's begin here with Eric Decker. He's had uh, 10 targets and a TD in his last two games. Do we think it'll be three for three? He's been pretty good this season. We kind of felt going into the preseason that he was going to have a pretty productive year for the Jets, but he's battled some injuries. The one thing that hangs me up, up here is that it's a short week and if you look at the Jets some of their problems have been I'm gonna say preparation maybe they can't tell time maybe they can't adjust their clocks or what's going on so I don't know that I can go out and trust Geno Smith on three days preparation to go out and execute a solid game plan that's gonna include Eric Decker so while he I like him, the movies I, I don't know I don't know what he was doing but listen I'm not going to start him. That's, that's my, that's my takeaway. I'm going to avoid him at all costs. Okay, Eric Decker's a no-go. Akbar, how about Chris Ivory? He seems to get more of the carries here in this timeshare. Yeah, and he should. I think that the, the offensive game plan should be around Chris Ivory. I love it. He's a throwback type running back. He gets really physical. He said, well, what's throwback? Throwback, they didn't have all the jukes back in the 70s and 80s. And, uh, you know, the only guy who was juking back in the days was Barry, Barry, uh, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Yeah, Barry Sanders is that guy. Walter Payton. Well, okay, okay, maybe. But you know what I mean. Back in the days, they didn't Throwback, running back, and if they can get him started early, get him into rhythm, this could be a a nightmare for the Patriots' run defense. All right, let's take a look at your projections here for the Jets, gentlemen. What do we have? Michael Fabiano is a lot higher there on Geno Smith, but he's not here right now to defend himself. Close to 10 points. Chris (laughs) Ivory there. Hey, I'm the contrarian, all right? I'm just trying, I'm trying to stir the pot right now. I don't now. think you are let's, the contrarian. Let's bring Fabs back. I'm not. I'm Switzerland, the peacemaker. As for the defense, Fabs, the Jets have allowed the second most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. This just said not that good. But the seven fewest fantasy points per game to running backs. So what do you take away from those numbers? I take away that if we look at a more recent sample size, the Jets have allowed an average of 25 and a half fantasy points to running backs in the last two games. So are they really good against the run, Molly? Or was that sort of a mirage and now we're seeing the real Jets? I'm still starting Shane Vereen tonight because of volume. Just keep in mind that it's supposed to be very rainy there. That could affect the passing game and need more of the run game for both teams. Yeah, and listen, Fabs, when you're in 30 leagues, you got to start Shane Vereen at some point. <laughs> no, Only 11 now. No, 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 no. No, I get it. That's I, a simple math. I, I totally, I, I get it. Yes, exactly. Every player going tonight. All right, good. I'm excited for this one. It's are you? It's going to be good. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Me too. Yeah, okay. Patriots are back. A little late on that, guys. Sorry. I was trying to get some energy from you tonight. Brady <laughs> and the Patriots take on the Jets as one of the most bitter rivalries is renewed. Football starts here. Jets, Patriots tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network. NFL Total Access kickoff starts at 6 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Coverage continuing at 7.30 Eastern on CBS and NFL Network. I hope you got all that money. You probably didn't. Back to you. All right, thank you. Let's uh, take a look at the headlines. Keep it going here. And we have encouraging news from the practice field. You would not know it based on all the injuries right about now. But finally, Saints running back Mark Ingram returned to practice this week. Told ESPN he is full go for week seven. If you've been hanging on to Ingram, 
Do you put him in right away against the Lions, or do you see how he produces against one of the better defenses in the league? Well, you're a Mark Ingram guy, so I'm going to ask you that question. Yeah. I would bench him because of the matchup. This is a tough matchup. The Lions have the best defense in the National Football League money. It's hard to start him with any kind of confidence. I'm going to play him because he's been the most consistent <laughs> offensive performer for the Saints, and they have got to win this game based on how the Carolina Panthers have been playing as of late. So I feel like they are going to go to the well that has been the most rewarding this season, and that's Mark Ingram. Flex starter. That, absolutely. Okay. No no question. I'm starting Justin Forsett as well, so I will roll with uh, Ingram in my flex. All right, to East Rutherford. Giants head coach Tom Coughlin has ruled injured running back Rashad Jennings out for Week 7, but he did tell reporters that he hopes to have him back in the lineup in Week 9 after the bye. How will rookie Andre Williams perform, especially in how well he has performed? Should Rashad Jennings' owners be concerned at all that we might see a committee when he returns? I, I don't think so at all because before the injury, Jennings was the guy, Money. He was averaging well over 20 touches a game, and I like Williams, but he's a handcuff to me. When Jennings comes back, he goes back to being the featured running back for Tom Coughlin. He did nothing to lose that. He was great before he got hurt. Well, Turner Gill uh, put him on the map for the Bulls of Buffalo, and he charged onto the fantasy scene in San Diego. See what we did there? I that saw what funny. you did there. Uh, Fabs, you're going to sit down with Brandon Oliver in just a moment, and uh, he will tell us which NFL legend he patterns himself after. Plus, the doc. The doc, the doctor, Neil Gadadra, a real doctor who knows his fantasy football. A doctor is in the house, and he's got the lowdown on the injuries plaguing your roster. That's next. Welcome back, and we are pleased to have our resident sports orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Neil Gadadra, here on set. We haven't seen you in a few weeks. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. Unfortunately, we have a lot of injuries to talk about and some big names. So let's start with the New York Giants and Victor Cruz. He suffered a torn patellar Sunday night against the Eagles. Is this an unusual injury? We don't hear this as often as the ACL or MCL. Right. It's very unusual, but the problem is it's a big deal. It's a big problem to have. You have to consider it almost the Achilles tendon of the kneecap, and that becomes a big problem. Giants fans like myself don't want to hear this, Dr. Neal. I know, but, but, but you'll get a chance to actually fix him, and okay. I'll show you how, okay? All right, let's do this. What you see is you ha we have his knee here mm -hmm. on the table. What we typically do, and I'll show you, this is his kneecap, okay. okay, and this is the tendon. The tendon attaches the kneecap to the bone. Well, this is what Victor did on that play. Ouch. Okay? Yeah. So the problem with that being, obviously, the tendon is off the bone. So, the way to fix it, and this might seem brutal, but this is the way it holds really nicely, and I'll have you sure. be the scrub tech oh, if you don't mind. I would love to be a scrub tech. Is that we drill a hole in the kneecap. Okay. And this we looks actually, painful. It's quite painful. Mm. But you, you drill it in perfect. Good thing Look I at lift that. weights. Jeez, okay. better than me. That's great. So, what you do here is you unleash all these wires and tendons, okay, mm -hmm. to put in the tendon. And there, okay? So, now you've got all these wires that come out, okay, and simply... We take each of these needles, as gruesome as this sounds, mm -hmm. and you actually pass them through the tendon, okay? And once they wow. pass through the tendon, you can then start to tie them down. And once you tie them down, you actually repair the entire tendon. So it's a long, it's a long process, yeah. long surgery, but the point of it is the rehab will take a long time. This is a big deal. Yeah, what's the success rate of this surgery and how potentially might this hold him back when he does return? It's a good question, you know, and these, like the Achilles, these are problematic, you know, we can say he'll get back to 100% because it will likely heal. And in six to eight months, you'll see him back running, sprinting, doing everything he does. But this can be very annoying. He can have tendonitis in the future. Mm -hmm. He could have trouble jumping. He can have trouble cutting. It's, it's, it's like a car that got hit. You know, mm -hmm. you can fix it, 
Yep. Still got but hit. But no guarantee. Six right. to eight months, so he should be good for training camp. Right. There was another big injury in that game with another star. Eagles running back Darren Sproles left Sunday night's matchup versus the Giants with a knee injury. Team doctors had um, diagnosed him. He suffered a sprain MCL. Dr. Neal, they diagnosed him right on the field. Right. How are they able to do this right. so quickly? Luckily, the powers here at NFL Network, we have right. uh, Mr. Sproles here with us. So if, <laughs> if you'd like to show us how this went down well, I didn't here. realize Darren was so small, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh, snap. My usual spot here on the bench. It's actually easy to pick this up on the field, and I'll mm -hmm. tell you how. First, just to know, MCL is a ligament on the inside of the knee. It protects your knee from shooting outwards, okay? So if the ligament goes from here to about there on good old Darren right here, okay? And I'm gonna just quickly draw kind of where this ligament goes, okay? What we pay attention for, to and what we look for is I wanna see if this gap's open. Mm -hmm. So when you examine him on the field, you straighten the leg out, okay? And you pull this way. And you can see he's gapping open just a little bit. That's normal, okay? Darren here is actually okay. Mm -hmm. But in real life, the other Darren, when, you, when they did this on the field, he complained of severe pain right there, and that's how you know right away that you have an MCL sprain. It's easy to diagnose. Dr. Neal, they're on a bye next week. How long do you think this will keep him out? Depends on how severe it is, mm -hmm. but generally you're looking at two to three weeks. So if they're on a bye, my assumption is, is that they'll have him come back and play the following week. And come back with a brace? Yes. You know, okay. We have kind of a brace of what you can look for mm -hmm. on what he's going to be wearing. And as you can see, for a running back, and you can probably tell me, Darren, right. This is restrictive, mm -hmm. and it's his left knee, so he's going to have trouble cutting to the right. And Darren likes to cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's juking, guys. <laughs> All right, Dr. Neal, let's move on. We have a third injury here. I'm being serious now. Many fantasy owners, of course, concerned about Jimmy Graham. I'm one of them, one of the best tight ends in the league. He suffered a sprained shoulder in week five. He's had two weeks to heal. How ready will he be if he plays against the uh, Lions here in week seven? It all depends on his pain. Mm -hmm. You know, the kind of injury that he had, he had a shoulder sprain. It's the most common shoulder injury for athletes. And what it is is it, it causes difficulty moving across the body mm -hmm. and up. So and he for, likes to go up. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and so what will happen is, is when he goes up to catch a pass, mm -hmm. he's going to have this motion. Right when he gets to here, he's going to feel pain. So it all depends on his pain level. He can come up. Mm -hmm. He caught a pass after he got injured. Yeah, good point. But the problem is, is he had pain. And once he had pain and he said, I, I had trouble catching that pass, that's it. So is it more of a pain issue or are we concerned that he could re-injure or, or make it worse? Obviously, you could always make it worse. But in the next two to three weeks, it's pain. As long as he gets good treatment on it, good taping, mm -hmm. he should be able to come back and play. And it really, just the pain is what's going to limit him. All right, Dr. Neal, thank you so much for that insight. We love to see you, but I don't want to keep talking about all these negative things with I know. you. <laughs> all right, if you want to see more of Dr. Neal and his insight on the foot injury that has hampered A.J. Green all season long, sign up for NFL Now. It's free and it's easy to sign up and get our exclusive fantasy content and more at NFL.com slash now. Welcome to the Starters Club, the exclusive fantasy nightlife destination. Your bench has some good-looking players, but are they Starters Club material? Well, we'll see if they have what it takes to get past your master IDP right here and me, the Fantasy Bouncers. Next up, please, have your IDs ready. All right, you wild and crazy guy, can I help you? Can I help you? Fear the turtle. Fear the turtle. Hey, uh, you guys know anyone around here that uh, ran a 43640 at the Combine? This guy. This guy did, all right. Anybody else around here know who was the only drafted wide receiver in Baltimore Ravens history to uh, have 1,000 yards receiving? This guy. Anybody know who put up two touchdowns last, just last week? Uh, yeah, that's right. This guy. Do you know anybody who's had just one good fantasy game this season? Uh, no, I don't know anybody, but uh, let me tell you. What's hey, your name again? My name is Tory Smith. Tory Smith. Fear the Turtle. 
this guy. Hey, what, uh, do you got, what, what do you got for us this week? How about this? How about this week? I'm taking on the 29th ranked pass defense in the Atlanta Falcons. This guy. You know, yeah. This is the wrong Smith right no, here. No, no, no. We yeah. want. Did you say your name yeah, was the, Steve? This dude's an imposter. This, you're hey, an imposter. Hey, Tory. Hey, Tory. Yeah. Ten, ten foot six gotta, broad jump. Do you we got a we got a Steve Smith. You have your ARP? Sorry, bro. We got a Steve Smith here. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Not you don't have an ARP. There's more clubs down the street. See ya. All right, come on, keep the line moving, everybody. Have your IDs out. Boys, what's going on, man? What's you remember happening? me from last year? Can I help you? Can I help you? Come on, I was in here last year. Keenan Allen. Okay. Rookie season. I was one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football. So. I, I mean, wait. I got, sorry, are you still talking? I got, I got oh. my starters club card here, man. Let me take a, let me let me take a look at that. Okay. Come on. What more have man, you got Come on, us? man. Get real, man. This is expired, man. Look, look. This is uh, production from last year. You know what? Hey, 1,046, eight touchdowns from last year. Did you see the game you in, that man. I had against hey, the New York hey, Jets earlier this season? Shut it. What do, you, what do you got for us this week? I, I can give you 47 yards. Come on, man. That's yeah. more than Cordero Patterson will give you. You know what? They'll take this over at the waiver wire club. That won't work here. Keep going, please. We got a line. Keep going. How you doing? Obviously, you uh, you know me, Michael do, Floyd, obviously. Arizona, number one guy there now. Larry Fitz, that guy's old news. You are the now the number one person there in Arizona. Oh, no question. And even when Drew Stanton was at the helm, I still got it done. Carson Palmer's back. Come on, I lead the team in retar- uh, targets, receiving yards. I'm legit. What do you have for I'm us the future. Week? Facing Oakland, at okay. least two TDs. That's a promise. I'm sorry, you oh. said your name is Malcolm. Michael. 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 No, Malcolm Floyd. Michael Floyd. Malcolm. Michael. You know okay. what? I like Michael Floyd. Yeah. I like the cut of your Thank gym. Thank you. Smart man. All right. Appreciate you. You? Appreciate you coming by. Appreciate you. Come on, guys. I, IDs, registration. What's going on, guys? What's happening? Brandon Cook's here. Oh, yeah. Where have you been? Man, I've been around. You I've been so around. I was on a bye. I was hanging out in the oh. bayou, chilling with Drew Brees. And you know what? Jimmy Graham, my boy, he's hurt now. So right, right. I'm going to see a lot of targets this week Whoa. against those uh, Detroit Lions. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of you since August when everybody was talking you up. You were the toast of the town here. What do you think you got this week? What are we looking at? Man, I can give you seven catches, 85 yards. I mean, that, that's good enough. I, I don't think I'm going to get – listen, what about the PPR? Get a TD. Say what about the get a PPR table? We'll get, get a TD. All right, I'll get you a TD. All right. All right, come on. That's out of Hey, I like right. hey, I like what you're cooking, too. All right. Oh, keep it up, man. I like that. Thank right. you, man. Do something big. All right, everybody, keep moving. This line's got to keep moving. You guys. What's up, wait. guys? You must know us. New York football giants. Big Apple, baby. Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, it's Kwame the rapper. Oh, How yeah, the young you? genius. Here I am. You know this, you know this guy? Well, who is this guy? Odell, but <laughs> what's tell up, him man? about yourself. Let me tell you something. You guys want to know something very interesting about being down there in New Orleans? What's well, up? Let me tell you something. Both of us yeah. from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about connection right here. I yeah. did it at LSU, Go Tigers, GAUX, right here, Ole Miss Rebel. And I'm going to be the number one receiver this week for this gentleman right here. And we both live in New Orleans. You know what I mean? Listen, oh, bro, you, you know who I, mean? I am, Eli Manning. You've heard of the Mannings, obviously. Look, I'm going to be number yeah, one yeah. target this week. Yeah. Your name is Peyton? You know, I Eli. ran a 445. Eli. 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 You know what? Hey, Odell, come here yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, come here. Come here how, real quick. How's, yeah. how's Odell going to get in without Eli? Oh, no, come here. We need to talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What about my guy? I'm sorry. Hey, hey, Eli, I'm going to sit back for you. No, no, no. Who's going to throw to him? Here's what we're going to do for you. Your matchup's All right, you're going to turn left, then you're going to turn right, and then you're going to get bend it like Beckham and get out of here. Listen, Bend it like Beckham. Go. Tell me There's plenty See of stuff there. Waiver wire lane. How All about right, them cowgirls? How about we take a look at who we let in and who we let out? How about those cowgirls? All right, here are who we let in. Michael Floyd got a great matchup this week against the Raiders. If you actually. Players with the initials M. Floyd have done very well against Absolutely. the Raiders. Absolutely. Any Floyd. Great. Malcolm yes, Floyd's in here. Michael Floyd's in here. 
Brandon Cooks, another good option. Again, they're going to have to have the, somebody who makes plays on that team. Here are some of the guys that we denied. Keenan Allen, you know what, living off last year's stats. Torrey Smith, one good game. And Eli, I don't think we can trust him anymore. Yeah, I don't know that you can trust him. He's up and down in that offensive system with Ben McAdoo. And, of course, you lose Victor Cruz. That makes it very hard now. We'll see what Eli Manning can do, but I don't know. Yeah, and you don't trust Torrey in this Torrey one. Smith, that, that was just kind of a fluke game right there. One game. I mean, just one game, but it's Steve Smith. All right, coming up, Chargers running back and definite Starters Club material. Brandon Oliver joins the show live. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. Coming up, don't set your lineup before hearing which two free agent wide receivers you can pick up and play in week seven and why they could have staying power on your roster. Plus, our resident D lineman Akbar takes you into the film room to help separate back from fiction and fantasy football and explain why Cam Newton's slow start is over. And playoffs, well, they're coming sooner than you think. And our experts have four players who can help get you on the road to fantasy postseasons with monster performances on Sunday. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Right up the middle to the end zone, touchdown. There goes the little guy. How about that? And the Oliver, leaping LT style. Is he over? Yes, he is. Touchdown, San Diego. This is Oliver, left side. Michael Fabiano here, and I'm pleased to be joined by Chargers breakout star running back, Brandon Oliver. Thanks for joining the show, man. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. You know what? You have really taken the fantasy football world by storm the last couple of weeks. What's been the fan reaction? Uh, I just want to thank God, first and foremost, for uh, just giving me the opportunity uh, just to play this game. But uh, it's been a lot of uh, crazy reactions, man. It's something that I really don't uh, expect, honestly, because I'm just out there to play ball. But... Uh, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people appreciate that I get them points uh, each week, so it's cool. Yeah, including this guy right here. Now, you had three guys ahead of you on the depth chart earlier in the season. Did you think you were going to get your shot to be the guy this season? Uh, this year, I felt like it was just going to really be a, a learning process. And, you know, I was going to take heat from the vet's instruction and the coach's instruction. And, I mean, I'm still doing the same thing, but uh, now I'm just playing, you know. So I, I really didn't think I would get to play that much, but I was just ready to play special teams for the most part. Well, we are all glad that you have gotten a chance because you've been fantastic in fantasy. Now, Phillip Rivers, your quarterback, he's having an MVP caliber season. How has Rivers helped you become a better running back? Oh, man, he helps me a lot, man. I mean, just his uh, his mentality of just working hard in uh, the film room, I mean, he helps me a whole lot. Uh, that guy's in there 24-7, you know, and uh, even in the backfield when I'm analyzing the defense, uh, seeing which linebacker I got to pick up, he's pointing at him before I even uh, know myself, you know. So he's a great guy to have back there. Uh, help me stay composed, and uh, I thank God for that, man. Now, you play for the San Diego Chargers. You wear the number 43. So, of course, everyone is going to compare you to Darren Sproles. Which <laughs> running back do you compare yourself to? Um, honestly, you know, growing up, uh, I always looked up to Barry Sanders, but I found out very fast that Barry, Barry Sanders in a league of his own. <laughs> and, um, you know, just growing up, guys like Jones Drew, Darren Sproles, uh, Ray Rice, uh, those type of guys, but at the same time, when I get on the field, I know guys give me the abilities to do my own little thing, you know, and uh, everyone has their own special thing, so. But I did look up to those guys. Now, you're facing Jamal Charles this week. He's one of the best running backs in the National Football League. Does facing a running back like Charles serve as motivation for you? Uh, honestly, you know, I just go out there with the same mindset uh, each and every week. 
just to sacrifice for my teammates whenever my number is called to uh, make something happen, you know. Well, Brandon, you know what? I want to thank you for joining us on NFL Fantasy Live. Continued success, man. You are absolutely killing it. Keep it going, my man. <laughs> yes, sir, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, we are happy to have you here, man. Thank you again, Brandon Oliver. And now let's send it back to Matt Money Smith and the guys with some more. All right. Go Buffalo Bulls, not yeah. Bills. Thank you, Fabs. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon Oliver, number 43. Oh, it looks so good on him, doesn't it? Yeah, Running around out there yeah. with that number 43. Wonder how he ended up with that number. Yeah, just well, jumped out at him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's guys, every league has that one owner that just can't catch a break on the injury front. So we decided to perform a public service this week and help <laughs> one hapless owner out. And I am telling you, when you see what fans, well, we're going to have one fan particularly, but we had fans send us their tales of woe on Twitter using the hashtag fantasy mash oh unit. Woe is me. Here's what we got from the, the Han show. <laughs> Look at that. Victor Cruz, Jenny Graham, Marvin Jones, and Stephen Ridley. You see three of the four out for the season. Show. That looks like a haunted lineup right there. That's what that is though, for the Haunt Show. That's pretty bad. Jimmy Graham, probably yeah. a first-round pick. I know he was for me. Yeah. I um, rank, uh, before we get to Goldie Hawn's lineup here, well, actually, <laughs> you know, let's get right to it. See what I did there? Oh, uh, I see. Oh, hey, now. Overboard, by the way. Wildly underrated. Uh, who do you feel at Stephen Ridley's spot there at running back? Well, I'm going to look at Matt Asiata. He's been released by a lot of people because they got really scared because Jarek McKinnon has come in and taken a lot of touches. But coaching staff came out this week and said that they want to get Asiata more involved in this offense, mainly because they like his pass protection, but they really trust him near the goal line. So there are going to be some opportunities for him to score a touchdown. So if you're really desperate for a running back, as you saw, the bird on the wire was right there. Oh, hey, now. Going to go ahead and pick up hey, Asiata. Hey, now. Look, I don't know if there's any Wildcat offense out there, Akbar, but how about filling in for Victor Cruz? Who you got well, in that wide receiver position? I would, I would look against this Jaguars game for and Andrew Hawkins. Andrew Hawkins, I know the last couple of weeks he hasn't necessarily been there. This last week, though, against the uh, Ravens, you know, they threw the ball seven, excuse me, against the Steelers. They threw the ball 17 times. That's not going to happen for Hoyer again. Andrew Hawkins before then had seven to eight points. He gave you those solid numbers. He may not give you big explosive numbers, but this week against the Jacksonville Jaguar and this passing defense, I believe that Hoyer and Hawkins hook up a whole bunch of times. All right, let's get uh, one more receiver for, for receiver. our uh, Han show. What do you got, uh, Rank? Well, if you have, let's say, Kelvin Private Benjamin and Woo! you're out looking, for a wide receiver, I say take a look at Eddie Royal. Of course, Malcolm Floyd would be my first choice off the Chargers, but I anticipate he's probably already gone. So I would look at Royal, who's done pretty well this season. There was some fear that he was going to have a little bit of a drop-off, but we haven't quite seen it yet. That Chargers offense is so explosive. Defensive coordinators really seem to be keying on Keenan Allen. That has opened it up for Royal and Floyd. So he's a, pre a very good option for him. All right, Akbar, we now have uh, a couple wide receivers. What about the tight end? Well, the tight end position, Kobe Fleener seems like an interesting one, and you're probably saying, Akbar, Kobe Fleener? Well, from 20 to 20, and remember, you've got a little injury issue going on here, so you can't be really picky here, but from 20 to 20, it's not Kobe Fleener. But he does get a lot of looks, though, in the red zone area, and because he's 6'12", he's a lot bigger than a lot of those safeties that he's going up against him. That's just a basketball post-up matchup right there. So I believe that Kobe Fleener is a good matchup this week for you to put on your, your roster for, for Mr. Hahn. Six Start, foot 12. You got one yeah. more? Starting becomes him. Oh, look what you did there. Still to come. <laughs> it's Michael Fabiano starts and sits for week seven. See which running back could land you in a world of pain this Sunday and which you should play instead. Plus, is it better to play the matchups or the superior talent in week seven? Our experts take their picks when NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose continues.
As the draft approaches, the Giants zone in on their first-round pick. This kid here is supposed to be fast. Some guys, you can look at them and just say, oh, yes. Finding Giants, an NFL Network original series, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. All right, it's now time for Coaching Decisions presented by Lenovo. And guys, when you have your draft, you always feel like you'll be rolling the same starters out there week after week. You don't think about trades. You don't think about the waiver wire. These are the guys who are going to get me that championship crown. But by this time of the year, you end up playing <laughs> a lot of matchups. So that's what we're going to do today. Help the people out of some sticky situations. Rank, who yes. would you start? Just point blank. Okay. Russell Wilson. Or Drew Brees? Well, first of all, I would say you should not have both of these quarterbacks on your roster. You should have made a deal a long time ago. But I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I understand he had a rough game last week, but this matchup against St. Louis is going to be pretty good. He's going to go back to doing stuff like this, extending plays, running, and doing all that great stuff. And Akbar is going to join us here in a little bit, explain why this Lions defense is so tough on quarterbacks. I know it's a name brand type of thing, and you think that Drew Brees is your must-start every week. But sometimes you got to go with the better quarterback. In this instance, it's Russell Wilson. So people always point out Brees road versus home splits still holds, even though it's indoors, on the fast track, in Against Detroit. the best defense in the National Football League. Good point. That is a All tough right, Fabs, matchup. here we go. Let's go with another first-rounder versus, well, a player that was snatched up off the waiver wire, Justin Forsett of the Ravens or Eddie Lacy of the Packers. I can't believe I'm saying this. Oh, no. It's Justin Forsett. Oh, no. Uh, Eddie Lacy's got a great matchup, too, don't get me wrong, but Forsett's been the better running back this year. I can't believe that. Still, Eddie Lacy, so inconsistent. This is a great matchup. Atlanta's given up the most fantasy points to running backs, the most touchdowns to running backs, and Forsett, again, has been more consistent. And what do we want out of our fantasy players? Production and consistency. You points. haven't seen that with Eddie Lacy. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I had this epiphany when I was watching that uh, Dolphins game. The Packers just like to pass the ball. It's that simple. We wanted them to hand it to Eddie Lacy because he was a high draft pick and he looked good. They, they'd rather pass the football. It's that simple. All right, that was Coaching Decisions presented by Lenovo. Now we hand it over to Molly and Akbar at the touchscreen. Thank you, Money. Akbar, when fans look at their stat sheet or their fantasy roster, they might not see everything that you do as a former player breaking down tape. So let's compare fantasy versus reality here. And what do you see from this Lions defense, the number one ranked defense in the league? Now, Drew Brees and the Saints are coming to town, the number two ranked offense. How is this matchup going to play out? And let's look at the tail of the tape here. Well, Molly, they're going up against the number one defense mm -hmm. as well. And this is a defense that can create change. When you think of the New Orleans Saints, you think of Drew Brees and this high-powered offense. But remember, Remember, on the road, not so good. He's thrown seven touchdowns. Four pedestrian. But also seven interceptions. And interception usually happens when you have a guy and you have a team that can pass rush. I want you to watch this team and watch Ziggy Ansah. He's the right defensive end, number 94. He beats his man one-on-one. -on -one. And that's any defensive coordinator's dream, to have your guy to be able to win one-on-one -on -one matchup. You see, Indomit Su, he's going to come here on a, on a stunt here. This is what we call an ET stunt. And that's just What's mean, the stunt? The stunt is when you get movement. You see this loop here? That's the stunt movement right there. You're going to get this in to come in. That's the end. That's an E. This is a tackle. That's a T. He's going to loop around. Watch this. And watch how he closes the pocket here for Teddy Bridgewater. That makes it extremely difficult for that quarterback to feel safe. Ziggy Ansah gets to strip. That's an opportunity for them to recover the ball and to be able to get you fantasy points. And again, the sacks get 
get you fantasy points. I can trust this defense. I want you to take a look from another can angle. Can you trust them against Drew Brees? Absolutely, you can trust them against Drew Brees because when you get Ziggy Ansah, those long arms, mm -hmm. Molly, that's like me reaching out to grab that ball right there. I might backhand you, but I'm a different story. <laughs> but Ziggy Ansah and this defensive front is, I mean, they are unstoppable mm -hmm. right now. That's why they lead the league with 20 sacks right now. Take a look here. We're going to watch another. You asked the question, what is a stunt game? Typically, you have one-on-one matchups here. That's a regular pass rush lane, but you get rid of that, you want to run a stunt. But this time, they're going to run this stunt game here with the linebacker. They're going to have this linebacker come here. They're going to have this defensive end comes here. This confuses the offensive mm -hmm. lineman there, right? And then you get your in. You see this pocket in here, right? That is closing the pocket. They do this well. That's why they're up in NFL with interceptions and they're number one in sacks. They can get to that quarterback, and that will make anybody want to throw more interceptions. You can trust them against the New Orleans Saints. Real quick, are you trusting Drew Brees, though? Oh, I, of course I'm trusting You're Drew Brees. Ball. Drew Brees is still going to do his things, but yeah. this defense is a defense you can pick up and play. Don't get crazy. you got to start the quarterback. you got to start the defense. And speaking of quarterbacks, it looks like Cam Newton is back. Obviously, he was banged up, struggled a little bit initially in the season. But after this game in the Bengals, it was like the old Cam had returned. Yeah, we saw, we've seen Cam Newton in the past. We know mm -hmm. what he can't do. He is now trending up. And let me tell you, it takes time to heal when you're going through the rehabilitation process. But Cam Newton has shown me something. And and his ability during this process while he's rehabbing, his ability to be able to lean and depend on his arm and watch the protection that his offensive line is giving him. That is a lot of protection right there for one man, and that is their number one quarterback. He wears number one on his jersey. Cam Newton, that gives him opportunity to throw to his wide receiver, find Kelvin Benjamin down the field. Again, his ability to see down the field now is clear because he's got the protection. Look at this protection here, and look at the vision that he has down the field. He's got the vision on the field to be able to look down the field and see down. You want that kind of time. That's going to give you the ability to get more points from Cam Newton. This isn't just something that happened a fluke against the Cincinnati Bengals, but I want you to watch William Gillsbury on this read option. Whenever they run the read option, they want to be able to attack this defensive end right here. I put a double loop around it because I want you to watch what he does. He's got to be keying this offensive tackle when he goes down. What does he do? He's keying him, but then freeze. He gets sucked into the read option. Mm -hmm. Now that's a big hole. You give Cam Newton all of this lane to make a big play. I think his ankles are healthy. Let's see if he's healthy. There and, you go, Cam. And that's the key. That's Cam being Cam. And that's what makes him so dangerous from a fantasy perspective as well. He's running again. Yeah, he is running here. And I want you to take a look at this. This power play. The power play is when you get that offensive guard here pulling. He's going to lead the way for, for Cam Newton. Typically, this is designed with the running back. But because you have a mobile quarterback, coaches trust him. He's going to be able to get that. And not only that, get to the end zone. And that's why we love him in fantasy. We do. Hey? Gets his points with his arm, points with his legs. You think it's going to be another shootout in Green Bay? This is going to be another shootout in Green Bay. You're going to see more of this. You're gonna, they're going to trust Cam now because they don't have a, a real defined running back. You're going to see this. This offensive guard pull here again from this backside. Who's leading the way here? Who's leading that convoy? Maya, look at that. Number 75 number, leading the convoy there. Number uno there. All right. Akbar, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And how does a dose of guaranteed fantasy success sound to you? Well, stick around because we're calling our shots. Find out why our experts think Matt Forte can end up atop the Week 7 fantasy leaderboards. That's next. Tomorrow, Doug Flutie was a can't-miss college superstar passed on by scouts because of his size, but his ability proved to be larger than life. Doug Flutie of Football Life tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. 
time for Everyday Performer presented by Bridgestone. Hello, everybody. Molly Karam here with the usual suspects, Akbar Bajbi Amila and Adam Rank, as we are each week. And we're giving you folks a look at our locks of the week with our Everyday Performers. Guys, you can count on with no hesitation for week seven, just like I can count on you two fellas. <laughs> Adam, let's begin with Jordy Nelson. Yep. Is he going to eat up this Panthers defense? Absolutely. Jordy Nelson has become pretty much the number one receiver here as our Matt Money Smith predicted Way back in August when no, he told us all. Any no, 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 I can't. I, listen, it's already big enough. But he's the one who called it. And if you look at his production this season, he had 16 targets last week. I expect them to continue that because, as we said earlier in the show, the Packers just like throwing the football. And they will continue to target him, and he will continue to put up huge points for you. So, Jordy Nelson is a slam dunk lock every week. Yeah, and their quarterback's pretty good, too. Let's take a look at your projections Yes, here. let's take a look at those. What do we those. have for Mr. Jordy? Because I might well, own him in one of my 11 leagues. I am looking at him to get 12 receptions. I'm going to say about 17 targets, 12 receptions, 129 yards, two touchdowns. That'd be 24.9 fantasy points. I have him in my league of record. He has uh, been carrying me so far, and uh, I appreciate the hat tip from Matt Money Smith on this one. Yeah, good stuff. And yes, Fabs, that was a shout-out to you there, the 11 leagues. All right, Jordan Cameron taking on the Jags, so I'm thinking it's going to be a good one here, Hackbar. Yeah, this is going to be a good one for Jordan Cameron. Early, we were waiting for Jordan Cameron to kind of um, – Kind of mature into his his last year production, mm -hmm. but I think this is a great game and great opportunity for him to have a big game. I mean, Jordan Cameron. I mean, we know he's an elite tight end. Big so, time showtime. Yeah, big, big time. All of that. Did I get yeah, that all wrong? of that. Let's see. Let, let's take a look at his projections. Let's, let, let, let's see what I said. Yeah, let's uh, let me see. There you go. Big points. time projection. That's <laughs> he's going to get eight reception. He probably is targeted ten times. He's only going to drop two of those balls. Get seventy yards, a touchdown, thirteen points. That's big yeah. time prime time. Yeah, that is. That's a solid out of the tight end position. Yeah, me sure, too. I would take that. What would you take from Matt? Take. Oh, this just you know, in. I hear you like this guy. You know what? I want to take a trip down memory lane. When I had the number one pick in our NFL AM league, and Molly's all like, oh my God, are you going to take Matt Forte? Right? Yeah, I did. I Who did like you that? end up with? LaShawn McCoy. Not quite as good as oh. Matt Forte, huh? He's been killing it this season. Wow. He leads. We saw a graphic earlier. He leads all running backs in receptions. He so, it doesn't matter. Matt Forte has been proven to be the top running back of that holy four that we had talked about heading into the season. He has been the guy that you could count on each and every week. Here's what I'm looking at this week. 106 rushing yards against those Dolphins. 59. You know, I should probably change that, but one of those touchdowns, it's going to be a reception too. So I look at, yeah, close to 30 points Guess what? for Matt I hope you need 29 to win. That was Everyday Performer presented by Bridgestone. Oh, shots fired. All right, if you want to make your predictions for Week 7's best plays, tweet us at NFL Fantasy and use the hashtag Everyday Performer for more players that belong in your lineup. We turn it over to Matt Money Smith and Michael Paisan Fabiano Crash. Guys. Oh, that's right. Watch out. I mean, a heavy equipment bonking into people. Woo. All right, thank you. Uh, and it is time to go start and sit, Fabs. You do it every single week for the people. It takes you. 12 hours. It takes seven days. Most of one Here day. Here we go. Let's start with the stardom sit-em defenses. You see it right there. Seahawks, Cardinals, Bills, Browns. You're going to sit. I like that Browns streaming option this week. Yeah, Panthers at Green Bay. Boy, that uh, Green Bay offense just looks so terrible as of. That was sarcasm. And that was sarcasm. The Niners against Peyton Manning. You can't play a defense going against 
Payton in Denver. Here we go. These your start sit receivers and coming off his first really explosive game that Thursday night football contest against Houston T.Y. Hilton in your starts. Pierre Garçon in your sits. Get us going here. Uh, take your pick. What do you want to talk about here? Uh, let's talk about Mike Wallace because we haven't talked about him a lot, but he's been very good from a fantasy perspective. A receiving touchdown in five of his last six games, and he has become the number one option clearly for Ryan Tannehill in the passing game. And he's playing your beloved Bears this week, Mr. Money. And the Bears have allowed 10 touchdown catches in their last four home games, which means that's it, huh? You're going to want to start Mike Wallace. That's a lot for four games, yeah. my friend. That's all 10 in four games. Come on. That's only an average of more math. than two per game to the running backs. Start and sit in with a lot of injury out there. Of course, we know you can be pressed into starting guys you're really not excited about. We just did a start for Mike Wallace. Why don't you give us a sit here, Fabs? Let's do that, and it's going to be Zach Stacy. It's going to be a guy that I talked about in the preseason as a concerned running back. He did not have so many touches last season, or he did have so many touches last season that I was worried about him in 2014. Now he's losing carries not only to, to Benny Cunningham, but to Trey Mason as well. He's playing the Seahawks. They're allowing an average money of 47 rushing yards, and they haven't allowed a rushing touchdown in their last five road games. Does that stat jump out at you? It does a little bit. It does. I can't play Stacy with any kind of confidence. It's right more now. the Zach Stacy doesn't really get a lot of yards every time he touches the ball. It's more true. disconcerting. To the quarterback position, Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick, Tony Romo, Carson Palmer in your starts. Breeze. Oh. Joe Flacco coming off that monster <laughs> performance against Tampa on your bench, Fabs. But give us, uh, you know what, we'll just alternate. Uh, sit, start, sit. Who do you want to uh, start here? Let's go with Russell Wilson. Okay. And he's coming off the worst game he's had all season long. But I really think he's going to bounce back. Seattle's going to bounce back. He doesn't have a great history playing in St. Louis. But look what Colin Kaepernick just did to that defense. You ever, uh... I mean, he tore him apart. All right. Bye-bye, Birdie. Anything you can do, I can do, do better. better. That's what I'm thinking, Russell Wilson. For more on Russell Wilson, plus Jay Cutler, Andrew Luck, and more fantasy QBs, you can catch Michael Fabiano's Week 7 Spotlights exclusively on NFL Now. Visit NFL.com now to download the app for exclusive fantasy content specifically tailored to your fantasy teams. Trying to figure out if, uh, let me think, huh. yeah, right. maybe it wasn't Bye Bye Birdie. NFL Fantasy Live <laughs> be back on uh, NFL Network Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Up next, NFL Total Access kickoff gets you set for the Jets and Pats from Foxborough. Football starts here. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrict Apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.